Hey guys, this is your boy, WWE Hall of Famer, Stevie Ray, and I'm going to be coming to Boss Up Houston with my new podcast, The Stevie Ray Show. If you don't want to miss what's really going on, holla at your boy. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back after a week's hiatus. Last week, uh, we didn't show up, but we're back now. This is the Stevie Ray Experience right here at Boss Up Houston Network, along with my main man, Mr. Angel Corona. Angel, like the bug got me. Yeah? The bug. The bug put you down for a little bit. Well, I didn't feel that bad, but... Uh, it's kind of like a little head thing, man. I came out of the gym, didn't have my head covered up like I should, you mm. know. And I start feeling kind of queasy, you know. Yeah. So, other than that, man, I mean, we still we could have still came in and did the show, but I was just I'm gonna stay on the safe side, right? You know what and then, what didn't uh, help was the weather. I mean, the weather. Yeah, crazy that, that's over what here, got man. me. Man. I mean, it was supposed to freeze. I think there was some sleep. Maybe yeah, some man, it was snow crazy. up there in North Tech. I mean, North Houston. Yeah, man, it was crazy, man. But well, you know, we're back now. I feel a lot better. Didn't have a, you know, thing. When I get like that, I I can't eat, yeah, like I want to, man. And I just feel as though that I've shriveled up. I feel like I shriveled up because I wasn't <laughs> eating the way I like to eat. You weren't eating the collard greens. I needed the collard greens, man. The collard greens, protein. I didn't feel hungry, man. I hate when I don't feel hungry because I'm hungry all the time. Yeah. All the time. But we're back this week, man. Yes, sir. Boss Up Houston Network. I've been working on some things, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I'm working on some things behind the scenes and, uh, uh, I'm going to be coming out with a few announcements here in the next week or two. Looking forward to it. Yes, man. But we had to do our Super Bowl weekend show. Yeah, man. We have to do that. The Super Bowl weekend show. And the Super Bowl is here, man. After two weeks of hype, after two weeks of Tom Brady trying to steal the headlines. <laughs> Twice. You know, then Brian Flores comes out with the big lawsuit. Right, yeah. I've never seen so many things happen in sports leading up to a Super Bowl. Yeah. I've never seen this. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a busy time for the NFL. And, you know, you talk about Brian Flores. Typically when they sue the NFL, it's, it's one team. Right. One entity. Right. Uh, he has multiple sources where he's going and touching different teams, the Broncos, right. the Miami, and even Bill Belichick with those text messages. Yeah. So, man, it's it's been uh, – and on top of that, you had the Pro Bowl, which two people probably watched. I watched a little of it. I watched I, a little of it. I didn't uh, – I didn't watch it religiously. I think it was something else on – while I was watching it, and I think I was going back and forth. I, I do remember that slightly. But it got to the point where, you know, I couldn't really stomach it anymore. And yeah. uh, whatever else I was watching took precedence at that time. I don't know if it was Scooby-Doo or... Watching the, the paint dry on the wall. I don't I can't remember what it was, but it was something but, that, that interested me a little bit more than the Super Bowl. <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you this, Stevie Ray. I think... Uh, if the NFL probably wanted the Chiefs and the Rams, I think if that was the uh, oh, yeah. two matchups going in, I think the storyline would have been a lot more talked about. 
maybe not as much focus as you know on the other football you know things going on during this two week hiatus. Well, you know the NFL always wants certain teams in the Super Bowl for a certain kind of ratings. Right. But when you look at an upstart guy, a guy in his second year, mm-hmm. a guy who didn't even play a full year last year because of an injury, a catastrophic injury, and a guy that comes back from a catastrophic injury and puts the team on his back, shows no fear, and propels his team all the way to the Super Bowl. That in itself, for as I'm concerned, is the story to me. That is the story of this Super Bowl. Yeah. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, who was told at Ohio State, you weren't good enough. Now, where are those guys? <laughs> where are those guys? They're still in their mom's basement eating Cheetos. I mean, you had. Uh, uh, what's his name? The kid with the Bears. Uh, we got drafted last year. Uh, number one draft choice with the Bears right now. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. And then you got um, uh, the kid with the Steelers. That's third string. Um, uh, what, what was is it? Hobbs? That was a, the Washington football team number one oh, uh, draft choice. Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. Yeah. Now. Let's put those two guys together. Those are the guys that was there. Yeah. That he was told he wasn't good enough to. Dwayne Haskins. I'm like, whoever made that decision should be brought up on charges. He should be brought up on charges. (laughs) I still can't see, you know, Joe Burrow. Then again, a lot of people blossom. Right. A little later than others, you know. Right system, or maybe just opportunity, timing. Yes. Maybe he had a knickknack injury. You know, you know. So I'm going to take. I'm going to recant my last statement for now. I'm going to have to do a little bit more digging. <laughs> I do a little bit more digging because I'm like, bruh. At the end of the day, this kid Burl is the real deal, man. Yeah. He is the real deal. I know he got sacked fifty some odd times, but have you ever heard of a person being sacked? 50-some-odd times until still take his team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and every single game that they're in, it never feels, regardless of the score, regardless of the trailing, it right. never feels as if they're down. You know, right. Because they have that firepower. Right. And, and Joe Burrow, he might get sacked, like you said, X amount of times, but he's going to get back up. He's going to make those throws. And, you know, he's, he's the type of greedy quarterback that you can kind of rally behind. And he's one of the most liked people. Yeah, you know, I like I him. mean, everybody likes Joe Burrow. Yeah. You know? I think if he wins here, mm-hmm. man, he's going to be smoking another cigar. And if I'm a cigar company, I, I, I'm be- throwing money behind yes. it. Yes. You know? Yes. Man, that's a big opportunity right, right. there. And I think Joe, the thing about Joe, man, this guy looks like one of those kids. The Home Alone kid. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one guy's name? <laughs> Macaulay Calkins. <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to say. Joe looks like one of these kids that's not afraid of the moment. He's not afraid of the moment. He likes the moment. And when you got a kid that likes the moment, regardless what the odds are, I actually believe I can get out here and do it. Mm -hmm. 
to me, that is the one of the storylines that this guy is the ultimate underdog, and the ultimate underdog is here to play. He's here to play. Yeah. You know, I never thought Joe Burrow was going to be what he's become in such a short period of time. I did not think so. But look at him. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's there, man. Got sacked nine times <laughs> against Tennessee. Nine. Yeah. That would really take most quarterbacks and put them in a pickle. Right. You know? And then not only that, it would, it, it would make them kind of point the finger. You know, yeah. you can easily blame your offensive line. Yeah. You can easily say, "Hey, left left tackle, yeah, do your damn job." Yeah, you know this and that, but no, I mean, just he got up Joe and said, "Hey, cool. brother, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll get him next time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get this first down. Don't worry about it." That's that makes those guys want to play for him. And then he did the same thing again. Well, I think the Kansas City Chiefs probably would have sacked him about seven times if they could have got him. But he always got to – he kept getting away. Rub some um, butter oil on himself. <laughs> like, golly. They wanted – they were trying to get him. Them guys were so frustrated, man. He'd get out of there and go get a first down. That was exciting to watch, man. That now, was exciting Now to he's going to have to, you know, try to dodge Von Miller and, you know, Aaron Donald. Yeah. That's going to be a challenge itself, too. Yeah, I know, man. The thing is, got to get the ball out of your hand quick. Mm-hmm. But the thing I – the thing – I think the missing link in this Super Bowl mm-hmm. – I'm just going to call it right now. The missing link in this Super Bowl and the one thing that nobody's talking about. But you know, old Stevie Ray does his digging. That's right. Old Stevie Ray does his due diligence to try to find the missing link. You know what the missing link's going to be? What's that? Joe Mixon. Hmm. He's going to be the missing link. Joe Mixon. So with that being said, you think Joe Mixon will be the MVP if they uh, win? I would not doubt it. Not saying he's going to be MVP, but he's going to be that X factor. Mm. And that guy's a you know dual threat. Yes, catch the ball and run it. Watch. Keep your eye, everybody, on Joe Mixon. Nobody's talking about him. Everybody wants to talk about the quarterbacks, and that's deservedly so. Yeah, but. I've been watching the Bengals this year, and that has been the spark plug for this team. He has been the guy that can take that screen pass. Mm-hmm. He's been the guy that can run that ball when everything is in doubt, especially in the second half. And, brother, this guy's got energy. I mean, he just brings that energy and that fire that a young quarterback needs to be that safety valve. And I think that is going to be the difference, the big difference when it counts. So – don't let me down, Joe. <laughs> Don't let me down. But that's pretty much my thoughts on tomorrow's 3.30 p.m., 5.30 p.m. So is it safe to say you're going with the Bengals? Are you picking the Bengals? I'm, no, I'm not. Like I've been telling people, this is 50-50. I've never seen a Super Bowl in quite some time where not, one team is not Right, quote-unquote, the favorite. I just don't see the Rams being that big of a favorite over. I know the media is trying to convince us of that. Right. But, no, I don't see the big disparity the, the between one team to the next. Both teams got their flaws. Both teams have their advantages. 
But I think it's more on the shoulders of a Matt Stafford yeah. than it is a Joe Burrow. Right. And they're playing, you know, the Super Bowl inside their own stadium. And that's right. a little bit of pressure as well. You know, cause sometimes you go to the Super Bowl, you kind of have that mindset of you're going to isolate yourself, your team's going to, you know, kind of rally together. But if right. it's in your own backyard, man, everybody's bothering you. Everybody wants tickets. I mean, media's like crazy in L.A., right? So, right. I mean, you wonder if that's going to kind of take a toll on them as well. I don't know, man, because they got a veteran team. Mm-hmm. They got a veteran team. I think if this was the other way around, it was in Cincinnati, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Rams got a veteran team. A lot of those guys have been there before and been in the league for quite some time. So I don't think they're distracted by as many things as some of the things we think they're distracted about. So I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because I seen Cooper Cup and I seen a Whitworth the other night on the NFL award show. Yeah. I'm like, man, shouldn't you be in bed? Shouldn't you be in bed by 8 p.m.? Yeah, what are you doing reading, here, reading your Whitworth? Book, reading your playbook? Yeah. <laughs> Getting awards. Both of them. Yeah. What kind of, I mean, what was that about? So apparently <laughs> they're pretty like, relaxed. Right. I, I figured they'd do awards, you know, after the Super Bowl. Let the guys... Let the guys study. Let the guys, you know, practice a little bit. But they were at the game. Now, the Bengals were on video mm-hmm. when a couple of them got some awards. Like, uh, uh, did Joe Burrow get one? I think Joe Burrow got yeah, one. Yeah, most improved, right? Yeah, something like that. And I think uh, the receiver, uh, Jamar Chase. Chase. Yeah. I think he got rookie of the year <laughs> offensively. So, you know, they, so they were on video. That's where the Rams should have been, at home, in some kind <laughs> of video. contraption. Standing there in a suit with yeah. some, some slick back gel. Yeah, what was yeah. that, man? Expensive. So maybe these, could these guys be – who set that up? That's what I want to know. <laughs> what are the Rams doing at the war show? Because it's in L.A.? Right. You know? But I thought the war show was pretty good the other night. NFL Presents, I thought it was pretty good. Um, pretty funny. Pretty funny host with uh, Keegan, um, Michael Key. Pretty good show. I really thoroughly enjoyed it, man. Thoroughly enjoyed it. You know. But that's what we got, man, going into tomorrow. Let me ask you this, Stevie Ray. Every single game in the playoffs okay. has been, you know, decided by either a field goal, tie, overtime, super close. Right. Every single game. Mm-hmm. Do you see the Super Bowl being the exact same way? I would not doubt it. That, I mean, that I'm right not is... necessarily saying it's going into overtime or anything like right. that, but mm-hmm. I would not doubt if it goes down to the wire. I would not doubt it because that would actually be the crescendo right. of the whole playoffs of right. this new season of 17 games and the parity in the NFL. Right. That's what I think. But beat it as it may, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break real quick. Right here at Boss Up Houston Network, this is the Stevie Ray Experience, and we will be right back.
Hey, singles, do you feel it? The feeling like it's time to start having fun again? If you do, then you're ready to celebrate with the Vincent Adventures. There's never been a better time to join than right now. Meet new people with a packed calendar of fun events, exciting adventures, and future memories. It's time to live life to the fullest, to high-five, skydive, and feel alive again. That feeling is here at Events and Adventures. If you're single and ready to celebrate, visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. This is Boss Up Houston, where we look up, where we look up, stay up. Look up, stay up, and this is Boss Up Houston, where we look up, stay up, and boss up. Want to be a boss? Let's talk business. Let's talk fashion. Let's talk health, fitness, community, lifestyle, and finance. With Boss Up Houston, Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. It's Boss Up Houston, where we look up, stay up. And boss up. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Clarence Miller. I am a native of Huntsville, Texas. I relocated to Houston at the age of 18 with $50 in my pocket and a one way bus ticket to seek a better life. I have enjoyed a successful business and family life in Harris County for over 48 years, serving businesses, faith, organizations in Harris County, and assisting those in need. I have a proven track record of helping people in developing communities and infrastructure. I was a small business owner for many years, so I understand the challenges of a small business owner. I was one of the first elected directors General Managers of Northwest Harris County Municipal Utility District 24. During my tenure, I eliminated the government waste, held contractors accountable, built a community center, a new road, paid off $10 million in debt, and we're currently building a $3.7 million park. My priorities are flood control, infrastructure, law enforcement, mental health, public services, job opportunities. As commissioner, I promise to bring a fresh new vision of accountability and leadership to all the residencies of Harris County Precinct 4. Please go to www.millerforcommissioner.com and support the movement for change. Clarence Miller, November 22. Thank you. AT&T Fiber delivers a faster internet experience than cable. Ask me how to get 300 megabits per second for only $35 a month, plus taxes and fees, with no annual contract, no bundles required, and unlimited internet data included. Call Bus Up Houston Network at 832-895-5095. Again, that is Boss Up Houston Network at 832-895-5095. Limited availability may not be available in
Are you single? Maybe you're divorced or new in town. It's time to meet your match with events and adventures. Whether you're low-key or adventurous, come hang out with tons of like-minded people at exciting group activities. The best part? Everyone is single. From happy hours and trivia nights to outdoor adventures and weekend getaways, events and adventures has something for everyone. We're all here for the same reason. So come be part of a community made for singles. Your match is waiting for you to make your move. Visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back again right here. Boss Up Houston Network. You are listening to the Stevie Ray Experience. Now, Angel, we've given, we've given our two cents on the Super Bowl. Now, people have been asking me who am I picking. I've told them I honestly think it's a 50-50 game. I like both teams. Well, I shouldn't like the Bengals because they're in the same division as my Steelers. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't like them, but I do like them, man. They're hard not to like. Yeah, they're young. But I want to know who you got. Hmm. Who are you picking and why? I, I'm, uh, I'm kind of the same way, Stevie Ray. 50-50. I think both teams have been tested. I think both teams are have some holes in their game. But for me, I, I got to go with the L.A. Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that, you know, the, their offense is, is, is second to none. You know, I know both offenses are explosive, but something right. about the Rams, they're more, they're more calculated, they're more, you know, cerebral. Right. And I feel um, – They've been up on a lot of games. Yeah, they've been up on a lot of games, and I think what they're going to do is they're going to learn from their mistakes. Mm. I think they're going to they're going to have a pretty good lead going into maybe halftime, and I think they're going to hold that lead. Mm. I don't think it's going to be a close game as mm. people think. Oh, okay, you know I think Von Miller and Aaron Donald are, are really going to take advantage of the spotlight. Okay, so I, I see I see this being a, a pretty a pretty high scoring game for the Rams with a good defense as well. Mm. So I'm thinking like twenty eight to 14? Okay. Yeah, a little bit wider of a gap than we've seen throughout mm. the entire playoffs. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Well, we're headed here first, guys. Uh, Angel is picking the L.A. Rams. I, I wouldn't bet the house on it, but. <laughs> well, well, I wouldn't bet the house on no, no game. <laughs> but, no, yeah, no I mean, I, I, see, I see the Rams just being a, a, a little bit more experienced and a little bit more better. Okay. Okay. That's a theory. (laughs) But uh, I still think I can see that happening. I don't – I wouldn't bet on it, though, but I can see that happening because uh, I'm just one of those guys that believe that Cincinnati is like – They're on a a road, right? No, let's let it all hang out, man. We know how good we are now. We went through three playoff games, yeah. once against the Raiders, you know, then against the number one team, Tennessee, mm-hmm. who coached, just got uh, – Mike Rabel just got coach of the year. Yeah. Big Henry came back. Yeah. And we stopped him, man. Then they sent on Patrick Mahomes and his dancing brother. <laughs> and his wife. You know. Packing. Dancing Mr. TikTok. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with this kid, dog? You know he's gonna make one for the Super Bowl, right? You know he's probably gonna do some type of video out there. And, and they wonder why Patrick Mahomes just goes cold 
he goes cold in the second half, you know what I'm saying? After if I had to see my brother TikTok dancing, looking like a, I don't even want to say, this yeah. guy's looking like, man. I mean, it's got to be pretty embarrassing, man. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, but back to the Rams, I think the Rams see that game and, and they see it as, you know, the Bengals are, are confident. So we got to take them very seriously. And I think the Chiefs probably didn't think that much. They kind of had that little brother feel to that game. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to toy with you. We're going to beat you, but we'll let you hang around. But see, that's the thing. It's like I told guys before. I picked the Bengals to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I picked them mm. because they beat them before. Right, yeah, twice. You know, like I'm saying, that was the second time this yeah. year that they beat them. They had just beat them a couple of weeks before that. And in the second half, Everything that the Kansas City Chiefs was doing, the Bengals shut it down. Right. They changed. They adjusted to what they were doing. And then it was like, okay, we got a pretty good defense, too, and we got a pretty good pass rush. Whatever they were doing in the first half, they stopped doing. And they started going three, dropping eight, four, dropping seven. And one spy after Patrick Mahomes, who had ran the ball very, very effectively in the first half. And when they didn't give them, when they didn't give them some of those easy openings that they got in the first half, totally different game. And Patrick Mahomes showed his immaturity in a lot of ways because he was getting away with that in the first half, you know, right. scrambling around and this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. But in the second half, he couldn't scramble around because they left the spy. The spy, go get him. Whenever he hesitates to throw the ball, go get him. Right. Which made him think. Now, don't be surprised. If the person on defense, I've already picked Joe Mixon mm-hmm. on offense for the Cincinnati Bengals. We all know how good the Rams' offense is, even with Odell Beckham Jr. joining the group. Don't be surprised. Former Pittsburgh Steeler Mike Hilton. Mm-hmm. Watch this guy. Mike Hilton. He's the one that got the uh, interception against Tennessee when he jumped up and batted the ball. Mike Hilton was a Pro Bowl player, which Steelers never made the Pro Bowl because he was already the fifth guy. Yeah, He's a nickel guy. But this guy is amazing. And I'm, I'm glad he's in a Super Bowl because he would have never made it with Big Ben. <laughs> and Mike Hilton, you remember when Tyreek was running that one pattern across the – Across the uh, middle. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy that they put on him to shut him down? Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton could play. And uh, he signed a big contract over this offseason. So now he can send his kids to private school. <laughs> things good. of that nature. Yeah. You know, but uh, don't be surprised if you see Mike Hilton make a play on Cooper Cup when we least suspect. And we're going to come back next week and talk about it. Make sure my predictions come true. <laughs> I will say this. my predictions. I will say this about the Rams. They're going to be without Tyler Higbee, which is their tight end. They don't need him. He, he has the second most receptions on that team. Yeah, but you've seen the guy that came in. Uh, what's his name? That came in and took his place? Yeah, Blanton. Yes. Yeah. Blanton plays very yeah, good. He He's a hell of a blocker. So I don't think they lose very much. No. I really don't. He'll be. I knew he wasn't playing. I knew it. And I think they had prepared for that. Mm. But uh, the Rams, Higby's good. Higby's good. 
But they didn't lose a step when Blanton came in. Right. Yeah. They did not lose a step. But we shall see, man. We shall see. Now. I got to get your opinion on something, Stevie Ray. Okay. Super Bowl halftime. Do you watch it or do you just leave? I know. I watched 30 the, minutes, 45 minutes, I watched long it. it is. I watch the Super Bowl halftimes, man. Um, <clears throat> I, I really do, I, especially when they're good ones. Uh, who did we have last year? Was that Shakira? I don't know. They all get mixed up. And 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 Jennifer Lopez? I think it was. I watched it. Finally, Jennifer no, Lopez. No, no, no. It was uh, that was the, year the before weekend. Last. The weekend, right? Yeah, that was the yeah, weekend. The mask. Yeah, the weekend. Who should have been left at home over the weekend? <laughs> that was the one of the sorriest. Halftime show, but I know, you know, we had the coronavirus going yeah, on yeah, and this, yeah. that, and the other. And that music that this guy sings, man, it's like, oh, man, 1980s type, uh, which I love the 80s. It's my era. But the weekend could have got left at home uh, in are Canada. You, are you, uh, you going to tune in this year? You well, you know, I, I know what they're trying to do. They can't put nothing up on me, man. <laughs> what are they trying to do? You know, come on, bro. <laughs> Can't put nothing over on me, dog. You know, the NFL trying to show their colors, their mm. true colors, you know mm. what I'm saying? So we'll put some African-American hip-hop stuff out here to show this, that, and the other, trying to get the stench off them right. for all the things that they've been indulging in over the last 20, 30 years. They ain't fooling me, man. They ain't fooling me. We think this is going to be the best halftime ever. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because it's in L.A., they trying to, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Then something comes out this week that Snoop Dogg owns Death Row Records now. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Do I look that dumb? Let me enlighten everybody out there. I'm not that dumb. You know what I'm saying? I'm like Magneto in X-Men. Anybody <laughs> ever seen Magneto in X-Men and he puts that helmet on and you can't penetrate? You know what I'm saying? That's me. So I know what they're trying to do. Don't give me that. Because it's in L.A. Mary J. Blige. Eminem. Eminem. Dr. Dre. Okay. And then I think, uh, who's the young guy? Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, yeah. Come on, man. You know, but I can't wait to see it, though. (laughs) I can't wait to see it. You know what I'm saying? This will get a little stench off him from the uh, Brian Flores deal. Right, yeah. Stuff of that nature, you know. But, uh, you know. It is what it is. And, and, you know, bless their hearts. Bless their hearts, man. But it can't be any lower than the weekend. <laughs> that was that was hard to watch. My favorite part was when he was stuck in that little, like a little maze, like a little mirror maze. Right. Bumping off the walls. Looking like a little kid stuck in a, stuck in. In a player. I'm like, you ain't heard nothing about the guy since. Come on, man. The Super Bowl. You got to check and left. Super Bowl should put you up. Then I heard people saying that he put up $7 million, right? $7 million of his own money. I'm like, you, what? He would have to be the dumbest of the dumb. He would have to be the stupidest of the stupid to put up your own money to a billion dollar company. Really? To do what? 
some lip syncing, that lip syncing stuff that he was doing. Anybody could have did that, man. Come on, bro. But the year before when they did Shakira and um, J Lo, I like that. Yeah, I like Shakira. I'm a big fan of Shakira. Not the biggest fan of J Lo, as most people know. But um, she did. She did pretty good. I yeah. have to give it it's, to it's, her. It's pretty. Uh, it was yeah. work choreographed. You know, so. So, but you know, that's what that's what we got going on in the Super Bowls right now. You know, these halftime shows. I hope the halftime show is uh, is as big as they made it out to be. And don't be surprised if Jay Z shows up. Mm. There you go, a little sneak peek. No, I'm serious. Don't be surprised if Jay Z shows up. You know, when, you know, because he's got the relationship with uh, the NFL now, and and Snoop Dogg, like I said. I, I just bought Death Row Records to do what? <laughs> that record label is dead, isn't it? <laughs> so they call it Death Row. You know, it's dead. What is he going to do? I'd rather see Snoop Dogg <laughs> in the commentary booth than on the stage. I wouldn't. <laughs> he, he's pure entertainment, man. This guy is a goofball. <laughs> uh, not for the NFL. Not for the NFL. That would never happen. I mean, you know, doing the celebrity boxing thing <laughs> and stuff like that, he's very, very... <laughs> He's very, very funny, man. Very, very funny. But anything else, man, come on. And he's sitting there t- telling guys what to do as they're boxing, yeah. as if he can box. Come uh, on, man. Stick your hand up. Get your jab out there. Right come hook. On. Right hook. Yeah. Look out, man. Hey. I'm like. And they probably hear him from the booth. Like, who the hell is who's that dying bird over there? I'm like, brother, are you kidding me, man? You got to be kidding me. Ah, oh, God, man. But that was funny. You had to give it to him, man. He's he's a hilarious guy. Good luck with Death Row Records. <laughs> Shook Knight is in the clink. Uh, Who else? <laughs> I guess the, the, I guess the jet, Death Row thing is just on paper. Yeah, yeah. I think more so. than anything, because they haven't they haven't done anything. And but I think. Um, Maybe, maybe he's dropping a new album or something. No, what I'm saying, maybe he can resurrect it because it's such a known record label. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and and turn it into something that it should have been a long time ago. You know, if anybody can do it, I think uh, Snoop Dogg can do it. Mm-hmm. If anybody can do it, because Snoop Dogg has the connections and you know he knows, you know he knows the game. Right, been so, around for a while. Yeah, so I think. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he resurrected it to some degree to to make it a little prevalent again that uh, we got artists coming out on the West Coast now and through all that stupidity that went down back in the day. Um, it just freaks me out when somebody has something special, making money, making your place in life, this, that, and the other, but with stupidity, just street stupidity, mm. you turn it into something else. And it, somebody else comes in, steals all the money, and you're in jail. Boy, what an ending to a great story, huh? <laughs> you know, you said, somebody steals all the money, then you go to jail, and you, you look up in your, your little 8 by 10 cell and go, what happened? What happened? But ladies and gentlemen, hey, that's their dilemma, not ours, <laughs> okay? You would never see Stevie Ray indulging in anything like that. So we're going to take another break. 
And when we come back, we're going to talk a few other things other than football. Right here at Boss Up Houston Network, Stevie Ray Experience. We'll be right back. Events and Adventures knows how to make the most of being single. Get social, in person, try new things, and just have fun. Join Events and Adventures. We've been doing the single life right for over 30 years. 30 great events every month. Just visit eventsandadventures.com. Hey guys, it's your girl matchmaker, comedian Amber Neal, and today I am bringing you my brand new book caught off the press guys I have so many copies of these please get one okay it is called how my kitty betrayed me and it's about the women's live movement and how one thing they don't tell you is yes we want money education and rights like men but one thing that the women's rights movement doesn't explain to you is how we're still women we still attach we release a chemical in our brain that attaches us to every single person we have sex with it's called soul ties and one thing I can tell you that will keep you from your God-given purpose <laughs> let your kitty betray you when you get distracted okay all I'm trying to say is you know we, we, we want all the same rights as men but at the end of the day Picking your partner is the most important decision you'll ever make. And so I challenge you to get a copy of my book today so that you can learn from my mistakes that I made thinking that, hey, if men can do it, so can we. But trust and believe after being a single parent for 25 years, <laughs> your kitty betrayed you, okay? Get your copy today, AmberNeal.com. Or more information, go to Amber Neal Show on Facebook. Get your copy. I'll be glad to autograph it and send it out to you today. Are you single? Maybe you're divorced or new in town. It's time to meet your match with events and adventures. Whether you're low-key or adventurous, come hang out with tons of like-minded people at exciting group activities. The best part? Everyone is single. From happy hours and trivia nights to outdoor adventures and weekend getaways, events and adventures has something for everyone. We're all here for the same reason. So come be part of a community made for singles. Your match is waiting for you to make your move. Visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. Hi, this is T. Foxy Wyckoff, and this is Let's Talk Business and Real Estate, where faith, hope, and determination comes alive. You can't talk business without talking real estate. Oh. Come follow me. The Lord will bless your barns, and He will bless your hands and everything you put them to do. The Lord will bless the property in which he's giving you. Tune in to Let's Talk Business and Real Estate on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on the Boss Up Houston Network. Hey singles, do you feel it? The feeling like it's time to start having fun again? If you do, then you're ready to celebrate with Events and Adventures. There's never been a better time to join than right now. Meet new people with a packed calendar of fun events, exciting adventures, and future memories. It's time to live life to the fullest, to high five, skydive, and feel alive again. That feeling is here at Events and Adventures. If you're single and ready to celebrate, visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back again right here, Boss Up Houston Network. This is the Stevie Ray Experience. Now, Houston, Texas, mm. UFC. Yes, sir. Tonight. That's right. Asanya and Whitaker 
Who you got? Man. It's tough to pick. This is this is a good fight. This is a really good fight. Then you got two of the best best middleweights. You know, right. Adesanya's been killing it lately. Right. I mean, that guy's like a ninja. <laughs> He's like an assassin. Uh, it's hard to go against them, so I gotta right. go. I gotta go with Arsania. I mean, they fought before, and you know Robert Whitaker was a champ. You know, and they've had a big fight in uh, in his home country. Right. But I, I just think Adesanya is more technical. I think he uh, he has fun out there, man. It's fun to watch him, and uh, I see him. I see him being picking his spots, picking picking his spots, mm-hmm. and knocking uh, Whitaker out again. Hmm. You know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet against that. But I will say this: I think I think Whitaker is going to have a really different game plan. I think he's going to use his wrestling a lot more because Adesanya had a fight recently, and the guy kind of cracked the code on how to beat him, mm. at least potentially beat him. Right. And that's to kind of mix it up. Don't stand with the guy. You know, take him down, do a little ground and pound. Right. You know, you're not going to tire him out, but at the end of the day, you know, you're going to make him think about, hey, am I going to go upstairs? Or am I going to go downstairs? All right. Well, I don't think Robert Whitaker has a chance. <laughs> I really don't, man. He slapped him in the face last time. <laughs> he he'll, did. He'll slap him in the face again, you know. And Whitaker's a decent fighter, very good fighter, actually. But um, I think he gets slapped again, man. Yeah. Yes, he gets slapped around again. And I think uh, Asanya, who fights with the ultimate confidence, mm-hmm. um, he wants to fight this guy just to get him – just to get him out the way once and, once and for all, you know. So that's what I think. But the but the the people's co- main event, the coal main event, yeah, the Black Beast, mm-hmm. the Black Beast is coming back. Yeah, Houston's own Derek yeah. Lewis. Yeah, but last time to me. They did the ultimate setup <laughs> to Derek Lewis. Yeah. He didn't see it coming. But you know who saw it coming? Radar. Me. Yes, sir. I told everybody, they setting this dude. This dude is a sacrificial lamb. <laughs> he was a sacrificial lamb, and he didn't even know it, in his hometown. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought you were going to come out here and beat. No, man, they getting this guy ready for this, this guy. guy. Yeah, put a fake little belt on him and... Yeah. He's writing the storyline right in front of our eyes. The governor's there <laughs> in the wheelchair. He was, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come on, bro. You was the big sacrificial lamb. That's like a, what he was. Like a lamb chop. Yeah. Put it on a plate. Serve it to everybody. That's what he was right there, man. He didn't even know it. He got hit on the back of the cranium, folded up into a little ball. I'm like, brother, come on, man. You, They put you in there with a top, top, top guy. Yeah. Frenchman. Because they're getting the Frenchman ready. For the, for the, uh. For the big main for event. The big main event, yeah. Was, so we got to get a big win, man. Big name. Can nobody see this stuff? Well, I saw it. It's like you know, wrestling booking one on one. Yeah, trying to you're trying to build a champion, put him against a, a a guy who the people like, and people see as a threat. Like I said, if you look at everybody that was there that night, I'm like, okay, well, ah, uh, then they bring the big brother, 
and bring the big brother out. The big, yeah. Drop him into, you know, like a boiling hot water, you know. <laughs> but I hope Derek has learned from that. I can't pronounce his, um, his guy's, um, his guy's name. I can't Tua. Tua Tavisa? Something like Something that. Like, yeah, he's from. Yeah, he's from down over there. <laughs> he's from down under. He's from down under. But um, should be a fun fight, though. I mean, these guys. Tua likes to. Uh, this guy likes to stand and bang, and so does Derek Lewis. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all the fights that Lewis has lost, it's been against guys, you know, who 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 either a wrestle him or mm-hmm. b try to keep that distance and, and try to be very technical, like Cyril Gano was a Frenchman. Right. But I mean, I think this one's gonna be. I don't see it going past the first round. I really don't. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think I don't think any guy's going to shy away from you know trying to grapple or, or or maybe throw some kicks. But I think they're going to be in the middle, and I think they're going to stand in bang. Well, Derek, they're going to have some fun. Derek Lewis needs a big win. He does. And he needs a win over uh, an opponent like this, who's also a big knockout guy. Then likes to drink out of his shoes. No, not his shoes. Any random person's shoe. Oh yeah. I mean. So that alone deserves someone to be not cold. You know what he said? You know what he said? He what? said because the last fight Derek Lewis had, he took his cup off, threw it in the crowd. Right. You know, somebody got the cup, took a picture with it. You know, hey, Derek Lewis's cup. I don't know why. I wouldn't touch it, but hey, everybody does their own thing. Well, Tua said if he knocks Derek Lewis out, he'll ask for Derek Lewis's cup. And do a shoe out of his cup. Mm. That, that's got to be disgusting, right? Better than, than me. <laughs> I mean, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to get, to get the people to like you. Hey, right? I'm like, whatever, man. Better them than us at the end of the day. Well, man, I can't wait. That is tonight. That's right. Right here, Houston, Texas. Is it the Toyota Center? Yeah, it's the Toyota Center. Toyota Center. Somebody hit me up yesterday and asked me what was I going. I didn't even hit it back. <laughs> I didn't hit it back. What are you calling me for? If I'm going, you ain't going? Wow, you think you're going with me? Whatever you may be? No, you're not. You know, don't call me on the day of the fight. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to the fight. you going to the fight. Don't worry about me. But yeah, well... Oh my God, man! After a week's hiatus, so many things I have been talking about this week on my podcast, and uh, some very funny things, but some very serious things. And a lot of these things need to be talked about. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, because I see them. Through a transparent lens. Like I said, I see them through the lens, whereas I have my helmet on, the McNeil helmet. I never let this narrative get to me. And when it comes to certain things that's going on in our media world today, especially this lawsuit with Brian Flores, I got mixed emotions about the whole thing. Very mixed emotions. I think it's something that needs to be brought to the forefront 
But I also think certain people are bringing things to the forefront and I have a problem with certain people. But stay tuned to Straight Shooting with Stevie Ray every Monday, every Tuesday. Stevie Ray TV on YouTube or Black and White with Stevie Ray and Brent Vince Russo. You can find that in all of your podcast outlets and you can listen to your boy break it down. The only person that I really like to break down on this show is Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> her and her ankles. <laughs> the Gimli legs. You know. <laughs> Just when J-Lo yeah. thought she was out of the clear. But I'm going to ease up off J-Lo. <laughs> I'm going to ease up off of her, man. Because there's other things to talk about. I wish J-Lo was doing. See, I wish J-Lo and... Shakira was doing the Super Bowl this year. They can do it every year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wish they were. It's a big Latin thing to LA, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, if this, if this Super Bowl can top with all these performances and all these stars that they're bringing in, they're gonna have to top J Lo and Shakira. Mm. The weekend is out. That's easy to do. You know what I'm saying? That's easy to do. I mean, come on, man. You know, I think, you know who I think should have been at the Super Bowl? Who's that? Oh, I know who. BTS. BTS, Butter. BTS should have been at the Super Bowl. Man. I hope they bring him in yeah. as a surprise guest. That'd be nice. Wouldn't make sense, but that'd be nice. It'll make sense. <laughs> It'll make sense, man. I'm you telling from, you. You go from Eminem singing Eight Mile and then <laughs> bring on BTS singing Butter. Smooth like butter, like a criminal undercover. I'm telling you, man. Mm. The people will go L nutso. And it is in LA. That's that's the that's the Hollywood town. Right. But hey, man. We're going to take another break, short break. Then we're going to be back with the Angel Report. Angel is going to keep us up on certain things that are happening in sports today and anything else pop culture. This is the Stevie Ray Experience. We'll be right back. Are you single? Maybe you're divorced or new in town. It's time to meet your match with events and adventures. Whether you're low-key or adventurous, come hang out with tons of like-minded people and exciting group activities. The best part? Everyone is single. From happy hours and trivia nights to outdoor adventures and weekend getaways, Events and Adventures has something for everyone. We're all here for the same reason. So come be part of a community made for singles. Your match is waiting for you to make your move. Visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. Hi, this is T. Foxy Wyckoff. And this is Let's Talk Business and Real Estate, where faith, hope, and determination comes alive. You can't talk business without talking real estate. Come follow me. The Lord will bless your barns, and he will bless your hands and everything you put them to do. The Lord will bless the property 
in which he's giving you. Tune in to Let's Talk Business and Real Estate on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on the Boss Up Houston Network. Hey singles, do you feel it? The feeling like it's time to start having fun again? If you do, then you're ready to celebrate with the Vincent Adventures. There's never been a better time to join than right now. Meet new people with a packed calendar of fun events, exciting adventures, and future memories. It's time to live life to the fullest, to high five, skydive, and feel alive again. That feeling is here at Events and Adventures. If you're single and ready to celebrate, visit eventsandadventures.com to get started. That's eventsandadventures.com. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is the Stevie Ray Experience right here at Boss Up Houston Network. And, hey, we're going into our last segment right now. It's called The Angel Report with Angel Corona. Angel, what is going on, brother? Man, you know, we've been talking a lot about NFL, some fighting news. <laughs> right. But we went down. We had a blockbuster trade past couple of days. The NBA. Yeah. You know, former superstar. James Harden. Yes. He got traded to the 76ers. Yes, Philadelphia. Philadelphia 76ers. And Ben Simmons is actually going to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, so James Harden and Paul Millsap to the 76ers in exchange for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. Two third-round kicks. Now, wow. I mean, they're giving up a lot. They are. They're giving up a lot. And keep in mind, Harden is going to be a free agent going into the Next end year. of the season. Yeah. But – I feel is if you're giving X amount of assets, man, you got to sign this guy. Right. You got to sign this guy, and I think both teams win. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think Ben Simmons was, you know, not mentally ready to play in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've traveled to Philadelphia. That fan base is, is tough. It's tough. It's They're real tough. tough. But I think to me, the winner of this trade is the Brooklyn Nets. I think Ben Simmons can benefit a lot from playing with Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving, he's not a big alpha guy, right? So he needs to be around a guy who's not going to bash him, right? You know, like a Joel Embiid, right? So for me, I think it's or a Doc great Rivers fit. or Doc Rivers, yeah. I think it's a great fit. I think it puts Brooklyn in a, in, a, in a good situation to to make a run at the championship this well, year. Well, I'm just glad you know everybody's happy in the trade. I'm glad Ben Simmons can get out. You know, we haven't seen him all year. Mm-hmm. Last time we seen him, he's practicing with his phone in his back pocket. You know, I just <laughs> shooting up bricks. I want to see him get out there. You know, this was just practice. You know, I want to see him get out there and do his thing and get that monkey off his back, man. Because I, I honestly believe that guy is a superstar rating to happen. Yeah, definitely. Yes. And other news, breaking news that didn't happen: Russell Westbrook was not traded from the Lakers. There were multiple teams, including the Houston Rockets, that tried to send John Wall over for Russell Westbrook, and the. The Lakers decline. Well, this guy's he's got such a hefty bag attached to him. Mm. Um, it's a bad deal bringing Russ into L.A., and I know LeBron James endorsed it. But hey, man, they they he's a Laker to the to the end now. Yeah, definitely. And there's nothing anyone can do about it. I don't think. Yeah. All right, let's move on to some uh, football news. Former Texans wide receiver Andre Johnson was not selected into the NFL Hall of Fame. Right. Is this a snub, Stevie Ray? No. I because think for me, for me personally, I think he should be in there. But I can't take my personal feelings, you know, to the actual Hall of Fame type of level. I mean, for the things that Andre Johnson did, 
with a quarterback by the name of David <laughs> Carr. Yeah. By the mere fact that your name is even mentioned with Hall of Fame players, it's beyond sanity. It goes to show you how good he was. Because most Hall right. of Fame receivers, think about all the receivers that's in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and the receivers get snubbed a lot. They all play with a top guy. Right. You compare them with, you know, even for even if it's for like three to four years. Think about it. You know, they play with a top quarterback that's right. probably knocking on the holiday, Hall think, of Fame. Think about it. All the receivers that went in played with a top guy at one time in his life. Mm-hmm. We can't say that about Andre Johnson. No. We can't say that. And I think the thing about Andre Johnson, he played in a different era of the NFL where it's not like today. It's not about the receivers. Right. It's it's the receivers back then, you really had a grit and hard work for those yards. Right. You know? And so I think I think he does deserve to be in there. I think eventually he will be in there. I think but so. it's gonna get tough because you know, you're gonna have other receivers down the road. In a couple of years, they're going to be eligible for those spots as right. well. Right, and they're, and they're very they're, selective. And they're piling up numbers right mm. now. They're piling up numbers right, right now. Well, best of luck to Andre Johnson. Let's move forward, Stevie Ray. We got the Olympic Games going on in Beijing. We the do. Winter Olympic we, Games. We do. Are you watching it? I watched a little. <laughs> I watched a, you watch uh, Sean a little. Light? Nah, I don't watch that dude anymore, man. Uh, nothing against him, though, but... I was watching the Super G, mm. and the American, I can't remember her name. She comes out, and she falls down as soon as the gate's open. I'm like, okay, <laughs> there I go, the Americans. Let me put it on reruns of Gunsmoke. Now, before I get into the medal count, Stevie Ray, I thought this was kind of funny, and I want to get your, I want to run it by you real quick. Okay. The Olympic Committee, you know, with the whole COVID situation, right. they're discouraging, you know, hugs, handshakes between Different countries, right? So right. if you're if you're in, if you're in Norway, mm-hmm. and I'm with you know United States, right? We're not supposed to be well, yeah, we don't exchange. Yeah. But they're giving out free condoms to all athletes. How does that make sense? Well, this is my thing. Okay, this is the way I'm looking at it. You tell me, other. The Olympians can't even afford their own condoms. <laughs> you could have bought a whole thing of Trojans before you even left your country. Uh, so I don't, I don't get that, man. I don't get that at all. But, hey, man, China is a different kind of place. And, you know, they got different ways the way they look at certain things. Mm-hmm. And, hey, that's, that's China, man. So, I mean, we looked at the Summer Olympics and some of the things that went down in the Summer Olympics. Yeah. And, how crucial that was, and hey, it is what it is, man. Right, let's get into the gold count real quick. Number one, Germany has um, eight gold medals mm-hmm. with a total of fourteen. Norway has eight gold medals with a total of seventeen. Mm-hmm. And rounding up at number three, United States with five gold medals and a total of eleven. I thought the United States was like number six. Now they're holding their own, man. I mean, and you know, this is uh, the Winter Olympics. That's so what I'm a, lot of, a lot of those countries are, you know, right. Well, what about the the Russian athlete that was caught with the PEDs? Mm. Yeah, the figure skater. Her? The figure skater, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't know you take PEDs in the figure skating. Russians will take PEDs for skeet shooting. <laughs> I'm serious. Why do you think lad, in the summer Olympics they had to come in under another name? Right. Because the whole team was, the <laughs> whole country up. was banned for gas. Yeah. The whole country was on the gas. Man, I didn't know there was an option for that. I didn't know they tested Well, apparently it's some type of drug that helps you with Bounce? your breathing. Mm. That helps you with your breathing. Yeah. And it actually... Uh, it actually, you know what I'm saying, maybe like a bronchial type thing where mm-hmm. you have a little bit more endurance at the end and stuff like that. And the girl is only like 15 years old. Now, come on, man. Russians yeah. will do that to man. a 15-year-old. What the hell will they do to a 25-year-old? Right. Juice them with everything they got. Yes. All right, last one, Stevie Ray. Our uh, our good friend, Jamal Charlo, made the news, but not in a good way. Oh, you man. Know, what did he do know, now? He was arrested in Texas out in Fort Benton County. That's where he lives. a felony assault charge on a family member. And, you know, keep in mind, this is uh, – there's talks right now of Canelo Alvarez, you know, right. having two options. You mm-hmm. know, one fight with Jamal Charlo. Right. You know, and two-fight deal, you know, potentially Baval and Triple G. Right. I mean, I guess my question would be, you know, the old saying goes, any publicity is good publicity. Is this hurting or helping Jamal Charlo land well, the biggest well, fight of his career? Actually, it's hurting him. No doubt in my mind. Negative press when you're talking about assault, that's a whole nother ball game. And you're talking about a family win. We don't know if it's a male or female. Mm. We don't know. But what we do know is something quite senseless. And maybe Jamal has a has an anger problem. I don't know, man. But you know, from the situation that happened in the club mm-hmm. in San Antonio, yeah. Yeah. To this. Just doesn't look good for my man, man. But we're praying for him and yeah. we hope him Hope he pulls through, man, because who knows? We know family members can push us to the brink. and But at the end of the day, when you got so much to lose, sometimes you have to be a little bit sharper, a little bit smarter, man, mm-hmm. and a bigger person. I wouldn't, but most people need to be, <laughs> you know. But, hey, man, appreciate it, yes, Angel. Sir. And, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be back next week after Super Bowl and give you hopefully everything kind of pans out to what we talked about today. As far as the Super Bowl goes and as far as the UFC goes tonight in Houston, we're going to be checking that out too. You know, big thumbs up for the Black Beast. Hopefully he can get past that flogging, that setup that they gave him last time that I tried to tell him, look out for but then don't nobody want to listen to me, man. Don't nobody want to listen to me. But for my man Angel Corona, I am Stevie Ray. This is the Stevie Ray Experience right here. Boss Up Houston Network. Peace. Hey guys, this is your boy, WWE Hall of Famer, Stevie Ray, and I'm going to be coming to Boss Up Houston with my new podcast, The Stevie Ray Show. If you don't want to miss what's really going on, holla at your boy.